0: Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Well, wipe the sauce off my lips. (laughs) Why does every episode of the moment start just with you saying, well, like you're trying to get kids off your lawn or something? Well, get out of here, you little rascals. (laughs) You're scallywags. Make room for me because I'm hungry. Actually, I'm not hungry because I've just had a huge burger. A gorgeous, delicious meal. We are coming to you guys live tonight from the Royal Stacks marabin podcast booth. Yeah, which, burger shop and podcast studio. Which I just don't know how the two marry up, but for some reason I'm in absolute heaven. Oh, it's like a fever dream that you didn't know you needed. It's like when you match up, like, what is, like, what's a strange combo that tastes really good? Chicken and chocolate. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, long story short, guys, we are here at uh, the Burger Joint, I guess. <laughs> We've just had dinner. <laughs> Our new local. And Royal Stacks has this really, really cool podcast studio built into the burger shop. So, we are actually sitting in the studio, said studio. Mm. It's gorgeously coloured. It's like rainbow colours. We're here for their opening night. And... It is a big night for us too, we should also mention. Of course, because tonight is the momentous 50th episode of our show. Absolutely. So, taking ourselves out for a gorgeous meal, (laughs) treat yourself. And a gorgeous little studio within which to record. Yeah, it's so bizarre. I can't believe this is actually episode 50. Like, mind-blowing. Half a a cent. I know. First birthday, 50th episode. This has been a big month. Huge, 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 huge month. But, um... You know, super happy that we're out here tonight breaking in the studio for these guys in their opening night. It is really, really cool. So head down to the Morabin I guess, if you're local. Yeah, why not? Why would you not? Exactly. Give we'll, me one reason. We'll be back next week, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Other than that, Michi nee, talk to me. Tell me your name. What's happening in your world? <laughs> um, had a pretty big weekend, as I know that you saw. And yep. it's one of the rare ones where we were apart. I know. Not meant to be a part. No. But Judy Calls. You had prior commitments, which I'm sure we'll get to in a moment. But I, did. I had a gorgeous dinner at the Brandy Entrecote in Melbourne. If you haven't been there, then please get down there for a lovely steak, a eh, frites? Steak of fritty? Or something along those lines. Some, some cargo and all that. Black little dots on your hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those. What are they called again? Yeah, them whatnots. Um No, it looks lovely. It looks really nice. It was nice. The issue was that I also had a birthday lunch that day. Um, back to back, though. Back to back. And you know me, I'm usually pretty good yeah. in these kinds of circumstances. Not back to back meals though. Well, for some reason, I just showed up to dinner and I was fucking obliterated. Like and like I was holding oh, it together. Oh, for some reason. Uh, Probably because he drank like a fish doll. Yeah, but usually that doesn't really affect me that much. Yeah, fair. Which you can attest to. Yeah, okay. I can pack away a drink or two. <laughs> yeah. And I felt fine and I was behaving in a very appropriate manner for a gorgeous, you know, premium dining French cuisine meal. Yes. The issue is that every photo that has come out of that night, I look like <laughs> like someone has just held a blowtorch to the left side of my waxen face, and it's just started to droop down to the floor. One of those ones where you feel good, but maybe not look the best. Yeah. yeah. So that was humbling Sunday morning. Um, probably just going to do the exact same thing next weekend, though. Yes. Yeah. So. Well, you are Mitchell. <laughs> Indeed I am. Don't yeah. wear it out. The boots, what does it, what's it say? saying? the boot fits? About to, Shoe fits. They say if the boot sticks, which is just <laughs> absolutely wrong. <laughs> Go with it. Yeah. Um, what about you? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Again, another big one for the ladies. Mm. So you're catching me this week, guys. I'm in between wedding season. So I've just had my cousin's wedding that I attended on the weekend, which is why I couldn't be at said dinner with attended you. Attended in what capacity, can we say please? I was the MC of the night. Star of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Took the uh, airwaves live to the people. Yeah, right. Went solo. Without me as backup. I know. But no, I did deliver the MC duties, I think, quite well in the end, I will say. Could be a new little side profession for me, perhaps. Well... You spend so much time sitting at home twiddling your thumbs, so it makes sense that you'd need some other way to fill the time. My mum, I said the same thing to my mum, and she was like, yeah, sure, and when are you going to fit that in? And I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. Saturday nights, just cancel them out. I'll just go make other people who are in love extra happy while I (laughs) stand by idly. Hi, sorry, I can't go on a date with you, handsome man, because I'm attending weddings every Saturday night for the rest of my life. Yeah. I actually don't know if I could take it up because, I mean, I love love and I love, you know, watching people I love fall in love, yeah. get married, et cetera. But watching strangers week in, week out, just, <laughs> just great, wouldn't just, it? you know, seal the deal, watch them live happily ever after. I go home to my, pass by the burger joint on the way home <laughs> yeah. and pick up my Royal Stacks. Empty your boyfriend pillow and go touch yourself. That's it. Watching a Brad Pitt movie. Pretty much, pretty much. (laughs) That's like a fun night, reality. So yes, anyway. So I'm in the middle of wedding weeks at the moment. So just tick that one off. But um, I am in planning mode at the moment, just pulling all the last bits and pieces together. It's actually my best friend's wedding coming up this weekend. Shout out to the bride. Well, you're maid of honor. Is that correct? Man of honor. Yeah, I was going to ask what is the title, but man. I would, if you were my maid of honor, be calling you maid of honor. You just love to call me the maid, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, maid. (laughs) Excuse me, main maid. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Yeah, no. So I am, yeah, pulling all the bits and pieces together for that. But uh, no, really, really excited. She's like my best friend for since we were about thirteen. So it's going to be a big lot of years in the making. This one, yeah, half our life, half my life, really. We've known it for so. You've earned your stripes gonna be emotional for me, anyone who obviously knows me, I'll be bawling my fucking eyes out. So Do you have any I guess just the role of man of honour at least this time? Do you have to make a speech? I am making a speech, yes. Correct. Yeah. Would you like to recite it to us right now? Yeah, I just thought if anyone's got time (laughs) No, wouldn't do that to the people. Do you know I just realised you could actually give us the whole speech because it would have already happened by the time this airs. True, I actually could, but I won't because I'll probably start crying. And How does it start? <laughs> well. <no. laughs> we made it. Yeah. But yes, I'm in between weddings at the moment and work's going really well, I guess. And the flip side to that, this new job, I tell you, there oh, is just social event after social event with this, this business. What you said to me the other day, oh, I've got another work drinks on a Thursday afternoon. And I said, why? And you said, oh, end of the month. Yeah, so we've, got f- we've had four work events in a row <laughs> every Thursday for four weeks in a row. Now, most people be like, what the fuck are you complaining about? Great. My role is that fucking hectic. I can't afford a day off four weeks in a row. And that's the thing. Four-day weeks, mate. they four-day week is just five days crammed into four. And oh. People need to learn that before they start really nearly just organising, filling the social calendar. And the world of recruitment, can I just say... These kids know how to party. Yeah. And they like to drink. So when you're sending it on a Thursday, Mm. doing it hard on the Friday because you still have to work. Yep. And then you're trying to be fresh for your actual weekend. Well, weddings. That's Weddings galore. Anyway, so basically I'm complaining about all this great stuff that's going on in my (laughs) life. poor thing. But no, life's really good at the moment. They're all... I guess, the most exciting things. I don't have any crazy stories for you guys this week. No blowing out the back of my pants or anything like that. But, you know, the wedding is still to come. So much this space. (laughs) Imagine if you show yourself at the wedding or something wild like that. Just during my speech. Would you tell us? Absolutely. Cards on the table. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I have to. to check with you. I'm bound. (laughs) I'm bound in a blood oath that we signed 50 episodes ago. (laughs) Literally. What about you? Anything else new going on for you? Um, I've just been having something that's felt quite Adrian to me happen. Mm. Um, just an issue with my eye. Oh. We've got a bodily function. An ailment. Yeah. Top and top I top. can't quite put my finger on what it is. <laughs> okay. Spit it out. It's my left eye. Yeah. If you're looking at me, the right. It looks fine right now. I know, and that's the thing that's annoying because I convinced myself that I had conjunctivitis. Right. Which obviously is terrible news. As I'm sitting in this very intimate (laughs) podcast booth with you as I approach the wedding of (laughs) my dreams. best friend. Perfect. Um, No, I was like, I've definitely got conjunctivitis because it can't be something lodged in my eye (laughs) because it's been going for days, and I flushed it and flossed it and fucking done everything i can think of a bit of a cornea scratch well maybe because i don't have any of the symptoms of conjunctivitis okay so now i'm thinking i should just go to a doctor but i went to one recently for something else and i feel weird going to too soon again so hold on oh i think i've got conjunctivitis i've got no symptoms of conjunctivitis (laughs) except for the sore eye can I also just circle back? There was a little comment that you just made there. Yeah. And in spirit of the blood oath. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. What else did you go to the doctor for, Mitch? I knew you were gonna ask that. <laughs> I regretted saying it as soon as I um said it. Let's just say it was a three month just routine checkup. Yeah. Um, to of pick up the nether regions. Yep, just to pick up a new script for uh, it basically represents me just taking charge of my sexual health. Okay. The, the gay <laughs> pill, basically. I <laughs> need to pick up a new script for your pill. Yeah. And he yeah. said, it's been a little bit longer than three months since you last came in here. And I said, well, I haven't exactly been sexually active during lockdown, Doc. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for a lecture. <laughs> just give me the pills. It's been a long lockdown, mate. Mm. Back off. Good news is I'm off the hook. Okay, well, cheers to that. Yep, so Congrats. I need to hit the town. Congrats. He's STD-free, guys, <laughs> so hit him up. Not that there would be anything wrong with me if I wasn't, but it's good to know, isn't it? <laughs> All right, well, moving away from my ailments. Yeah, I was going to say, your disease-free crotch. <laughs> um, what was the last thing you Googled this week, Mr... Coughlin I was about to call you Mr. Knee <laughs> <laughs> I respond to anything Yeah Except for late to dinner Um <laughs> the Last thing I googled was um, Mucho gusto translate Mucho gusto translate Yeah What does that mean? Just trying to translate The phrase mucho gusto Ah uh, I don't and? know how to really say it Without putting on a Spanish accent <laughs> Mucho gusto It's Spanish Not Italian Ah uh. Mucho gusto I don't know <laughs> Um, The background to this is I was listening to the seminal pop classic Bop to the Top from High School Musical And they say it at the start of the song Um, And I just was like It seems like something I should know what it means But I didn't And so I just had to look that up Google Translate gave me a misleading answer Um, So I would like to just inform all the listeners That it does not mean pleasure It means nice to meet you Okay, great Good little quick Quick Spanish lesson. (laughs) Si, senor. Maybe that's a new segment. We just teach everyone a little bit of Spanish every week. (laughs) Do you Yeah. What about you? What was your Google? Well, mine actually literally happened 10 minutes ago before we got in this booth. Right. So Mitch and I are sitting here in this obviously really cool funky burger shop and the music was pumping. There's all these bright colours and balloons everywhere because it's the opening night. And we were talking about how it felt like we were at kind of like kid's birthday again or like a kid's sort of like yeah because there's a sense of like festivity in the air the balloons are up for opening night yeah the whole thing there's like all these like amazing like neon lights everywhere it kind of felt like i was at like a kid's play center and i was like so excited to finish eating so i could get in there because we're about to jump in the studio yeah we're going down into the ball pit so then mitch asked me did i ever have a mcdonald's birthday yeah because the concept to me is wild now i did have a mcdonald's birthday <laughs> It is wild now. Do they still do them? I would hope not. I think there would be some families out there that would still take their kids there. There's just nothing to offer except a Happy Meal and a small toy. That you just go and play with on the slide. Yeah, like is that your two hours? But Macca's Playground used to be a vibe. I would love going out into the playground at Macca's when I was a kid. (sighs) I just think, God, other options. Oh, think bigger in this 2021. Get McDonald's and go to a great park. With okay. everyone. Okay, yeah. Outsource the park. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Save some money. Point of the story is I did actually have a McDonald's birthday. Oh, you did? And. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually Googling at this birthday. I don't know why this is stuck in my head, right? Mm. I like invited all these kids from school and, like, obviously you get presents. Obviously. Obviously. And. No one even came to mind, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> and I remember I got this gift from this girl and it was you know when you go to like the vic market yep i'm with you <laughs> and favorite place you go into like the tourist section yep love that section and there was like a plaque of australia <laughs> <laughs> and it was like in that like brassy gold yep Yeah, and it had little hooks on it and you could hang your keys on it. Yeah. And you sort of put it up maybe near the phone at home. (laughs) The the corded wall phone. Yeah. And it said Australia in the middle. Anyway, so I got this gorgeous plaque that I could hang my keys on. Great. That said Australia. With, With all your keys that you owned. Yeah. I would have been... I s like six years old or whatever I, I was so <laughs> perfect and I remember just getting it and being so confused by the gift but she was like looking at me and I didn't want to be rude and yeah my mum was just going I remember my mum was like saying thank you thank you thank you and then we got in the car and she was like what the fuck was that thing that she gave you that's so stupid what are you uh, gonna do with that I'm sorry it's hard to buy a gift for a six-year-old that you don't really know that well <laughs> <laughs> just get Sometimes booked. you're just like, fuck, I'm at the Vic market. I'm doing the weekly <laughs> shop. I'm just going to have to pick something up while I'm here. You're just like, fuck, what does a young kid love? The country he's from. Absolutely. But Maybe Vic. they thought you are an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to just make you feel part of it. <laughs> well, when we were talking about birthdays, I just had like a thought back to my best one that I've ever had, which was my seventh I should say also that it was mine and my brother's joint birthday, his fourth. And he's like the most boy's boy that you've ever met. And I made him have with me a mermaid themed party at home. Perfect. <laughs> so we had this mermaid shop, and I was like, no one really knew what her act was. Like, it was just going to be this, like, whatever. She comes, sets up her backdrop, this, like, sort of tie dyed blue and white, like, sheet <laughs> on a frame. Gets out these, like, under-the-sea creature hand puppets and just gives us this, like, (laughs) one-woman show about how we need to be cleaning up the oceans. Oh, my God. See, the thing about a mermaid character for me Mm. is the tail. Yeah, I don't remember her having a tail. I think she just more was, like, woman with legs from sea. Yeah, see, I want you either in a tank... (laughs) Full tail. Yeah, right. Or... On a rock being rolled in. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Just popping your little head up. Yeah. Out of the water. Or... Out of your world. If you're in a... If you've got a tail, like, sort of dress thing, I want you to sort of... I want it to be tight. Mm. I don't want to see any feet. You're not a mermaid. I just remember, like, (laughs) the end of it, she was like, well, kids, I'm going to have to go because my dolphin coach is out the front and needs (laughs) to take me back to... I don't know, <laughs> Atlantic Ocean yeah. or whatever. And I, we all, like, ran out and, like, followed her out the house. <laughs> and then fucking Marina the Mermaid just jumps into her, like, 1986 <laughs> Toyota Yaris <laughs> and just, like, putters down the street. <laughs> lights up a dart. Literally uh, fucking <laughs> house shooter kids. Like, oh, my God, how funny. Thank God this pays the bills. So before we continue, just want to take a quick moment to talk about our special sponsor, Royal Stacks. Yeah, so Royal Stacks is where we're actually filming the show today. And I like to describe it as Melbourne's cult favourite burger joint. Royal Stacks has just opened their brand new location in Moorabbin and we are just loving it. Absolutely. We've just finished a delicious burger, a couple of onion rings. Lip smacking. Yeah, their menu actually draws inspiration from, like, the American burger scene. Totally. But it's, like, got this distinctive Melbourne approach, which is, like, this, like, fresh bun, fresh lettuce, less cholesterol heart attack vibes. Yeah, I'm getting that too. I would say, though, the the only thing here that's maybe as cool as the food is the aesthetic. Oh, 19, like, what era? 50s? (laughs) 90s style. 90s. 90s. (laughs) Yeah, it's like thrift store, like, you know, blockbuster movie rental sort of vibes. Yes, totally, totally. Old school feels. Mm. Best part is you can make besties with our mate Danny Boy. Oh God, we love him. Who is the reason why we are sitting in this booth today. So he's actually the brains behind this really cool podcast booth that we are sitting in, which is smack bang in the middle of the restaurant. And it is fully equipped with all state-of-the-art equipment. So if you are a podcaster or you just want to head down and play with some mics, get in touch with Danny uh, because he'll he'll definitely help you out. There's nothing like recording in front of a live audience, is there? No. They're all got their noses pressed up against (laughs) the window as we speak. They found us. I think we'll be back next week. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry already for it. Starving! Well, we've now hit my favourite part of the show, which is less about us and more about the news. The news, that's right. The hard-hitting headlines from around the globe. Current affairs. Brought to you right here in this very little burger shop. <laughs> <laughs> the news with the side of fries. Yeah. <laughs> Extra sauce. Absolutely. So, hit can you. I jump into my first saucy article that I just wanted to bring up with you? Which is this Instagram thing that has been doing the rounds. Oh. Post a photo of your dog and I'll plant a tree. Post a photo and I'll fucking unfollow you. No, don't. That's so harsh. But, like, yes, it was everywhere. (laughs) And I'm just like... Did you think anyone thought this was real? No. But I kind of wish that it amounted to, like, something more than just like, oh, sorry, we can't actually plant the trees. Well, they have apparently found the culprit, and he's, like, a career con artist. Also, oh, really? Also, I think, like, quite young, like a child, maybe. Well, I just thought it was some really great marketing. For what? Trace? <laughs> well, it could have been, <laughs> or like... Or dogs. He could have really, like, captured the attention of, like, you know... Yeah, true. Were you thinking at the end there'd be some kind of rug pulled out, and it would be like, great news, this new burger shop's opening in Morabin. <laughs> yeah, great news... There's this really cool podcast called Message on the Machine. (laughs) Fuck the trees. Oh, my God. Imagine if we had started it. It's kind of iconic. Yeah. I'd be talking about trees or dogs, though, in my... The stupid thing was, though, that they said that they pulled the post down after 10 minutes or something when they quickly realised that they couldn't plant the trees, right? Because it went so viral so quickly. However... Mm. It still continued, it was still able to be shared around, post that. So I think Instagram needs to look into that. Well, it's like toothpaste style. Uh, once it's out of the tube, it's, it's game over. It's just going everywhere. I just was like, I've never seen this feature before. No. And I haven't seen it again with any other examples. <laughs> it was just this one pet. I saw another one that said, like, um, post a picture of your girlfriend and I'll kick Scoma on the shins or something. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it's obviously. Able to be reproduced. Maybe we'll start one. Like what? Post your favourite photo of... Us. Mitch <laughs> and age. <laughs> and we'll send you a personalised message on the machine. A nude. Oh, I don't know about that. No, manager won't let us. We've no. already talked about this. We're bound by contract. Our <laughs> blood oath. Okay, well, the next thing I want to just touch on briefly because it's quite, you know, serious. Okay. And I, um... I'm going to keep this show moving along, keep it snappy, keep it light. Yeah. Travis Scott has just had this concert where eight people have died. Shit. Did you know that? No. <laughs> you <laughs> actually didn't? I actually didn't. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is news to your ears. It is very news Okay, to me. so live reactions then. Yeah, live reactions. Basically, from what I can get, because it's all still a little bit vague, and I also haven't been following it <laughs> that closely. <laughs> okay, good. But it seems like... Somebody has lost, the, like, the plot in the yep. mosh of this really packed, unsafe mosh of his show. Right. And has started injecting something into people's necks. <gasps> and they have started collapsing, which has then caused people to freak out and created a stampede. So I think people died both from being injected with something that had oh. overdosed them or just being stampeded to death. Fuck. Yeah. I can see why you want to maybe just skip over it Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up Because I feel like it would be doing, you know It all a disservice to not That's so bizarre Isn't it crazy? It's like the needles in the strawberries It's yeah. like, what possess, what comes over these people? Have you ever been in a stampede? No, Dale. I'm not a rhinoceros <laughs> so, Well, I have, leading question Okay um, Well, like a running with the bulls situation? No, darling, at a festival Oh. Crowd panic Oh. Yeah. No. I was at a uh, um I was at a show in Central Park, New York, as I do. Yeah. You know. Name drop. Yeah, absolutely. Just I've traveled. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> And somebody apparently at the very front of the stage stepped on this bottle cap or bottle or whatever and the cap has popped off and sounded like it's shot. Oh my god. And so They've started running, and then everyone behind them has been like, oh, my God, everyone's running. We need to run. By the time it gets to me, it's this wall of people. And my friend just grabbed my hand and was like, don't fucking get trampled, and we just ran for our lives. But everyone fully thought there was a shooter. Fuck. And I was just like, I don't want to get stood on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck being shot. Just don't <laughs> stand on my new white shoes. Please. God. Fuck. Wow, that's heavy. Um, I guess... Yeah, you know, thoughts and wishes to everyone who was affected, got, affected yeah. by that. Because that's heavy. Yeah. And poor Travis, I guess. Like, you just cop a bit of bad PR when you didn't really do anything wrong there, did you? Well, I think he's getting sued. I think he... It seems like a lot of people are angry at him. Yeah. That's what I mean. Which they would be. Someone to blame. Yeah. Yeah. Face to it. Face to the movement. That's right. Blame the guy with the most money. <laughs> Something I did want to bring up. Sure. That I did manage to scrounge up a bit of info on. Okay, I'm surprised. And it's it's I'm close. delighted. To, yeah, it's close to my heart. So, everyone obviously recently saw the Friends reunion. We did. There is rumoured, and again, news on this is changing daily. <laughs> so... Yeah, you it's know, a moving beast. It's here. a moving beast. By the time this is in your ears, ladies and gents, I could be, you know, spitting out false news or, you know. Dated news. Dated or- news. Well, she didn't get a moving target. However, rumoured is that there is a Harry Potter reunion. So we're casting spells at a moving target. Yeah. Harry Potter has <laughs> <It's> come to <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Park. Um, huge, huge news. They're basically thinking about um, getting the cast together to do, like, a reunion special similar to Friends. Mm. Um, and then, like, obviously maybe do some, like, readings of, like, famous scenes and stuff like that. I saw that too. And I was going to ask you, what scene would you like to see? Oh. Huge. Um, I'd probably like to see the first scene on the three of them on the train. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Lund- I Harry knew Lund- going to say that. It's a scene that I love. I know it. Word for word. I so know that. I just feel like recreating that. It's the first scene when the three of them all meet each other. Yep. And they're in the same room. Yep. So it's very iconic. Yeah. Um, I think maybe like a, a Voldemort Harry scene as well could be really big. Okay, so big. you picked two now, yeah, yeah. getting greedy. Yeah. What about you? For some reason, I don't actually know why, but I would just love to watch Emma Watson come down the stairs in her Yule Ball dress again Oh. and be swept away by Victor Crumb iconic and watch angry little ron just watch them it's a shame the dress was a bit shit it was terrible her hair looked great though yeah yeah she looked hot i was thinking also wouldn't it just be hilarious if they did it like a friend's reunion like tri-camera sitcom style (laughs) live audience (laughs) i wonder if they would pull it off as good without all their like blockbuster editing well i just think make it like a sitcom Oh, it'll be, like, I'll get chills. You've got dirt on your nose, laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't know, but then you've also lost, Um, like, obviously Snape is no longer around, oh, yeah. which is a little bit sad. That is sad. I forgot about that. And I'm pretty sure Dumbledore passed away, like, five times during the making. <laughs> <laughs> we did lose one Dumbledore along the way, yeah. but yeah. there's still one kicking. There is. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Sticking with a little bit of, you know, things happening in Hollywood news. Yeah. So Wicked is being made into a film. Wicked. Yeah. The stage show. The stage show. Huge. How Do you know it? Yeah, Have I do. you seen it? I have seen it. I actually saw it in London. Oh, right. Here we go. Um, He's travelled. Piccadilly, Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> <Great>. Also travelled. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Um, Ariana Grande has been cast as Glinda. Huge. And Cynthia Erivo is Bar. which is excellent casting all around. It's very exciting for uh, just basically the gays. Sorry, I'm just actually Googling Cynthia Erivo. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't act like you know. <laughs> it's a familiar face. <laughs> Next week's Google... Cynthia Arrivo films. Yeah, why is Cynthia Arrivo famous? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's about to be in a huge movie. Yeah, it is going to be really good. Mm. The issue is, though, that everyone's losing their shit about, is that apparently James Corden might be in as the talking goat. Right. Now, James Corden is not the most popular man on this earth right now. Why is that? I actually don't know. Because... I keep seeing this and I'm confused because I thought everyone loves him. He does the carpool karaoke's. Like, yeah. What's there to hate? I think he's losing people because he has done a string now of really terrible movie musicals. Oh. And he's shit in all of them, but he keeps doing them. And the public's just turned. Yes, I'm just Googling now, but I'm not getting many results. So I'll take your word for it. Yeah, so there's been, like, a petition to not have him involved in the movie Wicked that is upcoming. And apparently even some of the stars ha- have gotten on board. Really? <laughs> They've just said we don't want him. I guess it kind of, like, if you're going for, like, Ariana and, yeah. like, big names, like blockbuster names, yeah. he's obviously got his appeal for what he does, but he's <laughs> not really, like, in the same category. That's a very condescending well, you know, he's... I mean, he's obviously got his appeal and... Yeah, he's like talk, that. talk show host vibes, not like... Well, he was an actor first. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. Stick with Ari, thanks. Just stick to, stick to the car. Yeah. You th- do what you know. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> stick it to the car. Well, on that note, I think we're leading into the faggy half of this segment. Oh, my favourite, favourite, favourite part of the month. It's your only <laughs> part of this show that you actually like. Gay news. Gay news. Um, Hit me hard. All right. We'll do after we finish with this gay news segment. Oh, not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing that has been making waves recently yes. amongst the gays and some of the straights sure, is that Basically, the background to this is that Harry Styles was recently on the cover of Vogue wearing a dress. Yes, I have seen. Now, he was the first man to ever do that. Yes. And Billy Porter had some things to say about it. Oh, of course he did. Because he was basically like, I, as a black queer person, have had to fight my whole life to be able to be accepted by the public wearing that kind of garment. Yeah. And for some reason it's like a cool thing for Harry Styles to just be able to waltz in, wear it on the cover of Vogue and that's that. Fuck him. Right. Hashtag discuss. Yeah. So I want to get your thoughts on this before I... I can see column A and column B. Yep. I think Harry breaks the gender norms. Great for like, you know, masculinity mm-hmm. in that whole like space and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Porter don't be such a sook. first thing yeah you can still do that no one's telling you you can't however i can obviously respect that there would have been some challenges in his journey to to get to that point yeah maybe there's an age gap maybe he's battling through different generations yeah, like, different era i don't know i i i'm I, not very educated yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am i know that Harry Styles has been copying a bit of flack recently for sort of queer baiting. Yeah, okay. Um. And I also am sort of of the mindset of I think it's very great for masculinity that he is pushing the narrative that it's okay for a straight man to wear a dress. Yeah. Or a skirt or a stocking or yeah. whatever might grab you. But I do think that he is leaning quite heavily into that right now because it's the cool thing to do because it's cool to be gay. Yeah, okay. And he's capitalising on you know, what people like poor poor Mr. Porter have fought so hard for. Yeah. um, Yeah. To sell tickets to the show. Yeah. I think, like, I also think with Harry, he probably did it, like, once maybe as, like, a bit of a risky move. Mm. And it paid off. And now he's kind of playing the card again and again and again. As opposed to just, like, doing it once at, like, Mm. a big event or once for a cover and, like, then just going back to his... Normal, mm-hmm. I guess. I kind of feel like now it's like this is my thing he's yeah. trying to make, but like I don't know if it's yours to make yours. Does that make sense? <sighs> like it's, it's not really your thing to take in your top pocket, like, yeah, and run with, yeah. I mean, yeah, and Billy has since said, um, you know, I feel bad that I had Harry Styles' name in my mouth, I was more just frustrated at the situation that a queer person of colour isn't given the platform to wear a dress in Vogue yeah. and a straight, famous white man, man. Yeah. is. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not that mad at anyone, really. I feel like if you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. Yeah. And I if you're the person that gets put on Vogue, then you're not going to say no, are you? I can see all angles. Play on to everyone. You're in a, I'm in a hall of mirrors. Yeah. Looking at every angle. Yeah. I understand everyone's emotions and everyone's feelings. (laughs) Little empath you. Harry, put your manners back in. (laughs) And Billy, don't be so highly emotional (laughs) and reactive. And that's on period. Yeah. Moving on. So more Hollywood news. Yep. Reporting live. It's me. The Hollywood Correspondent Yeah, pop your pink tie on, (laughs) quick Yep, I'm in front of the green screen Hollywood Hills Yeah, you look great Thank you, Dal Um, And today's topic is Marvel Ooh Not something you expect to pop up that often in gay news And probably for a reason No, do you remember when we once reported on this show That they were supposed to be filming all the Marvel movies in Australia (laughs) Because of COVID Yeah, well Turns out America was just like, fuck that Fuck that Rather just get COVID, <laughs> literally, <laughs> than be locked down for five years. I don't know. but they're glad they didn't. Mm. So Marvel is owned by Disney, and Marvel and Disney are both famously shy about queer topics. Correct. Because when you're making movies that cost a billion dollars, you need to sell a fuckload of tickets to yep. make it worthwhile. You sure do. So you can't really offend anyone. Mm. That being said... Their newest blockbuster coming out, which is called Eternals, which has Angelina Jolie in it, which I feel like would get your interest. Oof, horny. (laughs) My ears just pricked up under my headphones. I was assuming that you weren't really across the casting for this. Um, But besides Angelina Jolie, pretty much everyone in the movie is a person of colour, queer, a woman, other minorities. They've really just done their best. Good for them. Yeah, completely. And there is the first ever openly gay male superhero in a blockbuster film in this movie. And he kisses his boyfriend and has a beautiful son, apparently, in the the show. Oh, my new favourite movie. I know. Gay representation and Angelina Jolie. (laughs) Literally. And the thing that I really loved about this is apparently there are a bunch of countries in the Middle East that said you need to cut this character out of the movie or we're not going to show it. Uh, which, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And in the past, when there has been like a queer sort of leaning moment in one of these movies, they've just been like, great, we'll cut it, keep you happy, Yeah, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. For this one, they said, fuck you, then don't show it. Good. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people in, I don't know where exactly. I have don't have a list of the countries. There's but a new gay intern working for Marvel. <laughs> yeah, really fighting the good fight for us all. Um, and they've just said, don't watch the movie. And the guy who plays the gay guy in the show is also gay. Okay, cool. He said that it brought him to tears when he heard that. And Angelina Jolie also said that she was extremely proud of Disney and Marvel for the stance that they've taken in this film. And Huge. It's just a win for the gays, basically. Welcome to the 21st century disney and marvel good as if we didn't have enough superpowers really good to have you on board <laughs> yeah, i know oh that's really good imagine being a young gay watching that i know and so many will cheers to them cheers to them something a little bit less cheers i guess well you know depends how you look at it really. depends Is how it? you look at it but i guess the crux of sort of know how this next piece came about is definitely not cheers worthy but we are cheersing um the gentleman who brought it to life i guess so sure we are talking about the saint kevin's blazer burning incident, incident yeah protest if you will yeah went on a couple of weeks ago that i'm sure a lot of you know exactly what we're talking about it was honestly one of the most viral things I've seen on social media in a very long time. It's up there with the fucking pets and the trees <laughs> photo. Now unpack that. Why was it so vile to you? Well, it was something that I think no one could read and justify in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like, you, you know, people have an opinion and the difference of the opinion kind of creates like, this debate but it was almost like there was no way you could read the post and the content and disagree with it mm. it was so wrong i guess in every way that and you know the people that were sharing it on my social media were not just gays and you know their allies there was a lot of like straight males as well sharing it who mm. also agreed with the you know what was going on and i guess to so nutshell it for you, can you nutshell it for the for the listeners <laughs> sure. to guess? So you, I get we get it right. So the nutshell is basically this: yes, a young twenty-something gay called James Robinson. Yes, went to a very elite Melbourne private school. Yes, high school. Grew up actually like kind of in my area. Yeah, um, sort of vibe. Yeah, in a in a wealthy upper class area. Totally, and he basically was put through hell. In high school. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I this resonated with me a lot because I didn't go to one of those elite private schools, but I grew up in an area where pretty much everyone I knew was at one of those schools. Yeah. And all of the gays that I've known from there have basically said, I hated going to school yeah. for six years because there is a culture, as we know, so much of... It's a boys' boys' culture. Yeah, and there's a lot of when there's that much money running around and that much generational wealth and that many like instances of I'm going to the school that my dad and my grandpa, my great grandpa went to. Yeah, the school is so protective of the kids who are then so protective of the school when they leave it. So it's quite institutional, but yeah, basically definitely. homophobic, racist, transphobic every other kind of phobe really that you can think of. A lot of um, like sexual assault and mm. you know, derogatory um, behaviour towards females as well is like really, really big in mm. that space. And it's very much just that boys, boys club, like yeah, don't, boys, don't see, don't tell, like have each other's back to the bitter end, you know, turning a blind eye, like really just awful behaviour that goes on to protect each other in these institutions that really is just breeding like toxic 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 behavior totally between this these straight boys yeah so to combat that beautiful james robinson yeah jimmy as we call him jimbo (laughs) he is a photographer now has been living in new york has obviously come back to melbourne i assume for some covid related reason or maybe a visa changeover who knows yeah um (laughs) it's not important But he's broken into his school, yep. set up his blazer on a C-stand and set it on fire, taken a gorgeous photo and then another one of him pashing his boyfriend on the Oval. As basically a stand of, fuck this school. yeah. I've had a great life regardless of you. yeah. Um, and just as a, I don't know, a bit of a, like, fuck you not only to the school but also to, like, all the people that and the boys that kind of did him wrong, I guess. Mm. A little bit of, like, revenge because... You know, I think we spoke about recently in um, our straight boys episode, like obviously you and I weren't necessarily victims of like full on abuse abuse or bullying in high school, but it doesn't mean that it didn't go on for others. And especially in these all boys schools where you being gay is well and truly the minority and you've got no girlfriends there to help you out. No, which as we've discussed... It's very helpful to have. Absolutely. It'd be fucked without them. So Mm. I don't know. And I know a couple of boys who have gone to a very um, same, same uh, elite private school in my area where I grew up in. And it was exactly the same sort of culture. Mm. And, you know, they've said the exact same thing that... They just wished that they would never have had to go to that school because their life was awful and the, the mm. trauma that they've faced in that time, they still kind of deal with now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unf- luckily for you and I, that's not something we actually have had, had to go through, but it definitely still goes on. So the blazer burning was very much like a... It was a, let's get talking about this and... Yeah, and almost like I feel like a bit of a cleanse for him too yeah. to be like letting go of that trauma. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I guess the moral is... If you are, as many of our listeners are, a straight male in high school, be the hero of your story. That's right. If you see something, say something. That's right. Be (laughs) nice to the gay boys. (laughs) You never know who's going to end up with a podcast. (laughs) slam, slam shit about you on their (laughs) podcast. (laughs) So the last thing that I want to just wrap the show with is good news story. Yeah. Huge win for the gays. Bit of a puppy's... Playing at the park story yeah. to end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also usually run by some kind of gay reporter. Yeah. Um, so it's fitting. Down at like the, the lost dogs, the mm. home showing everyone the Christmas puppies. Ironically, Christmas puppies are actually coming in the form of the sports section today. Yes. Which is more specifically Josh Cavallo, the newly out elite soccer player of Australia. Man of the hour. Man of the hour. Josh Cavallo. We're so happy to have you. Paving the way. Absolutely. I'll yeah. be copying a lot of DMs. Uh, well, I've tried. A lot of dick pics. Haven't heard back. Welcome to gay culture, baby. <laughs> yeah, trial by fire. <laughs> trial by dick pic. You'll learn very quickly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Josh Cavallo is the first Australian soccer player who plays for the Adelaide something, uh, not important, I don't know. No, who cares? we're not here to name the team. It's <laughs> not about the team. Yeah, they're not sponsoring us. Um, has just come out. Come out and he's the first, like I know that you just said that, but he's not just the first Australian. I'm pretty sure he's the first elite like professional soccer player in the world. to. I know, Well, out. we're still waiting for Bex to break the news to us. Someone, please, one of you. <laughs> come one on. Ronaldo, Someone. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent my whole childhood just pining over all of you. Yeah, exactly right. At least you could do. You love it a little short Italian, don't you? But no, Josh um, released a video on his social media that um, just explaining that he wanted to come out because he knew that it would be a really great thing for gay culture and other gay people who are also mm. playing sport who might not feel comfortable to do so. So we give him a huge, huge, huge... Hug and kiss. Can I say, though? On the lips. (laughs) Well, before we get to patching him on the dance floor, I just want to say that the reason that I added him to the run sheet of this show today is not so much for his coming out, but for his following activism that he's already begun. Oh, good for him. So, do you know what the LGB Alliance is? LGB. Nope. Basically, as the name would suggest, they're a group of lesbians, gays and bisexuals that don't believe in the rights of trans people. Oh. Yeah, so it's a civil war amongst the queers. Fuck me, you just can't win now, can you? you uh, can, nobody's safe. There's no peace anywhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they've basically posted about little Josh. Okay. A new little butterfly. Yep. And just said, so happy to have you, great that you joined us. Um. Also, fuck trans people, his uh, subtext. Yeah, right. And he's just replied on Twitter to them, hashtag LGB at the T. Ah, uh, good for him. So he's a trans rights activist. Well, I mean, like, you can't, uh, this this m- smaller group, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> yeah, like, well, you can't be picking and choosing. I'm, you can't just pick and choose. Oh, we're only going to be inclusive up until the B. No, it's not. It doesn't work like that. Where the QIA plus stuff, yeah. you've got to have the plus. Oh, I love it when another letter gets added because it's like this secret code and the straight's like, oh, fuck, another one. Yeah. I'm Cr- like, yes, Margaret, get on board. <laughs> Crack the code, bitch. <laughs> get on board or fuck off. <laughs> if you want to be in our lives, what it takes. Uh, well, guys, I think that kind of wraps us for tonight because we've jam packed. It's been a, the world's opened up. Uh, We're back at it. Bumper 50. Couple of burgers, couple of beers. Lots to swallow. (laughs) Exactly right. And I think that's it for the night. But ladies and gents, please, if this is the first time you are listening to us, then lucky you. Please head to the platform that you're listening on and like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is that you need to push. Just so you can stay up to date with us weekly whenever we drop a new app. And if you are listening on Apple, please rate and review us right now while the phone is in your hot (laughs) little hand because it actually means a lot to us. It bumps us up in our organic listens through iTunes. So thank you so much. Just don't do it if you're driving because that's unsafe. Yeah, pull over. I reckon you could probably ask Siri to do it. Yeah, she might. She's pretty clever, that bitch. Yeah, maybe. Anyway... Obviously, once you've crashed the car, then head over to our Instagram, which is at message on the machine, so you can keep up with all the fun stuff that we're posting every day throughout the week between our episodes. I think that that's all we need to say for today, darling. It is. So on that note, good luck out there, guys. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one.